Okay, one, two, three, ready, go. Five, four, three, two, one. Work! You know them. You love them. Or maybe you don't know them at all. Well, this is Soundwaves TMI. Hey everybody, Soundwaves TMI, and I've got something I want to bring up right at the top. Um, who do we know in Ashburn, Virginia? We're huge in Ashburn. Who knew? Yeah, it's kind of weird. And it's not just the podcast stats, like since we launched this, but Soundwaves TV, whenever I look at those stats, you got a lot of Bay Area stats, you got some LA, and then you've got a whole bunch of people watching in Ashburn, Virginia. And I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, it, obviously, it's a very classy town with a very high <laughs> threshold for for quality entertainment. There you go. Obviously, yeah, right. I, um, I I think the mayor of Ashburn ought to give us a call or something and get on the phone or send us an email or something like that. And uh, you know, I agree. We could we could be the what do they call that? The people who lead the parade. The Grand Marshal. Oh, there you Marshall. go. Nice. We can be the Grand Marshals of the Ashburn Parade. I love it. <laughs> you don't even have to pay us, Ashburn. We are here for it. Yep. Yep. You might need to book our flights, though, because those are probably expensive. But, <laughs> but still, we are there. Well, I, I love this idea. See, we're already taking if over. They're used to, uh, if they're used to seeing us on TV, all we got to do is just send a big monitor and we can have like the big Zoom thing and we can just be all right plastered on the front of the uh, lead car there. Oh, I like, it. There in person. I like it. See, that's smart, man. That's smart. <laughs> that is brilliant. See, saving uh, money. He's ahead. in charge of our budget, which is why we spend <laughs> all of our money on beer. <laughs> speaking, speaking of which. Ah, okay. Nice. There it is. Now we get started. We it's funny because we didn't, you know, we were talking about like uh how we didn't want to really, you know, uh burn a lot of bandwidth on. So what are you watching? But actually people kind of dig hearing what we're watching. And right now we're all kind of in the same process where it's award season. And we are all in one way, shape, or another, uh, we all vote. Steve, you vote, and Chasta, you're both members of the Screen Actors Guild because of your unions. How does that work? That's right, yeah. Well, basically, we, we're we at the bottom of the totem pole, Chasta, you and me. <laughs> you haven't gotten any screeners yet, have you? I've got friends that are in the Producers Guild. I've got, you know, Dennis is in all these critics, you know, and so, oh, I saw this, and I got this, and oh, I got a big box of bullshit from this, you know. Yeah, I'm real happy for you. I ain't got shit, man. <laughs> Did you get any? Okay, so here's what's weird about that, Steve. So Screen Actors Guild, it really is where we are really on the low yeah. end of the totem pole. But it's weird because in the very beginning, I got like a handful and I was like, here they come. The screeners are coming. You get all excited. <laughs> you start getting your popcorn. And then it just silence. And they just stopped. Like all the good shit never came. And I'm wow. like, really? what happened? Are you so, talking about last year or this year? This year. Really? Hmm. I. Hmm. Interesting. Did you get because any? They, I haven't gotten any, any yet. And at uh -oh, first I was kind of like, I, well, like, <laughs> hey, I pay my dues. Send me my DVDs, man. <laughs> me too. Um, they, um, I, there was an email that came in a couple of days ago and I got a postcard as well saying that they're in the, uh, the nomination process is wrapping up and you'll be getting your screeners soon. Oh, interesting. So, I got a I got a couple and then it was dead silence because I've been on the nominating committee a couple of times where I've got you fancy pants. That is not bottom of the totem pole talk right there, sir. <laughs> All right. So I'm one rung up holding You're on. While everybody else me. is trying to pull me down, you know, <laughs> but but so uh, when I was on the nominating committee a couple of times, I would get a bunch of stuff early, you know, around the same time Dennis was getting stuff. But now that I'm just uh, back in the pool with everybody else, then, yeah, I got to wait. But we will be getting stuff. I'm not quite sure how you managed to get stuff. I suppose Maybe I'm on the nominating committee and I didn't know it. <laughs> there you go. Right. There you go. 
Like you nice. don't have enough going on. Right. Know? Yeah. No, thank you. That's a hard <laughs> pass. So, yeah, I have no idea. My stuff starts showing up right when I'm in the midst of uh, making a Christmas show. And so like all my bandwidth and then all of a sudden and lately what they've done, which is kind of cool, is they've uh, they send the screeners, the physical DVDs, but they also um, stream them. So I can watch them in 1080 or 4K on my my big TV, which is lovely. Um, but uh, and I think we've talked about this before, like like when you're at the critic level, you and I'm and I'm part of these two groups, the Critics Choice Awards and the San Francisco Bay Area Film Critics Circle. And at, at those phases, you just kind of like throw out a big net and talk about what you like. And and so but that's a little you're talking about like 50 or 100 movies. You don't know what the conversation is going to end up being or where it's going to solidify. And then when you have an idea um, and I, I favor sites like awards daily, I like to follow like where the race is. So I know what I'm watching. I only have so much time. I'm not going to spend a hundred hours watching movies that are never going to get nominated, but as things solidify, you go, all right, I, I got to watch that one. And, uh, and that's, and that's a lot of fun. And now with uh, all the, all the shows happening and stuff like that. So I, my work is done. I've done my voting and, you know, uh, but now you guys get to have all the fun and there's, there's some good stuff out there this year. We see that's a difference. That's a difference between you and me, mister. At least that's the difference <laughs> between how we have to vote on stuff because you have to look at the movie. You, you got to look at the whole thing and decide this is a great movie. Uh, whereas Chasta and I, it's acting. That we're supposed right. to be well, looking uh, at. Yes, and no. Know? I mean, we vote for, we peel it out, at, you know, in all the categories too, but you're right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not just looking at acting, but we are looking at all the categories uh, in, in, in all these different things. So, you know. But ours, ours is a little more laser focused. And that's, that's part of the issue with trying to decide what to watch, because when you end up getting 100 screeners and you know, in the back of your head, that little voice saying you're supposed to be looking at performances. So as opposed to the movies that you're talking about that are never going to go anywhere, they're never going to get anything. They're not going to make any traction. They're not going to be the best picture. It might have the best performance in it. It might have an amazing performance that's worthy of a nomination and could get a win from the screen actors. But so that's that's where that's where my boggle comes in, because I really have to try and keep in mind. I'm not just watching these just to watch them. I'm watching them because my job as the actor is to watch other actors and right. do what I consider to be best performances by people. I love that you both take this shit so seriously. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like free screeners. Sweet. <laughs> That's pretty much my whole thought process on the whole thing. No, to be real, I used to really, I used to be into it a lot more, especially when I lived in LA and I was more a part of the scene doing like regular um, acting and auditioning. And I was like, it was really part of my life. Then <clears throat> I think I, I invested more in it, but now since I'm fully invested into radio and Soundwave TV, um, you know, it, da, 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 um, I, I don't, I don't prioritize it as much. And quite frankly, oh man, I might get in Go trouble ahead. for this. No, come ahead. on, let it fly. Sometimes I'm, this is where the podcast comes into play and I forget <laughs> I'm in front of a microphone. Um, sometimes I don't know about the self-congratulatory part of it. I'm just like, like good on you acting like somebody else like it just yeah. i don't know i it it just feels silly sometimes to me and i used to be the biggest person you guys i would sit i lived at hollywood and highland where the oscars are right i would i lived a block off of that on cherokee and i would sit there and watch everybody come in the red carpet and i would like get all geeked out i watched them since i was a little girl but now as i'm older i'm just kind of like there's just a lot going on in the world <laughs> that's more important than this. 
I'm sorry. Is that a party pooper? Tale? No, not at all. No. See, because when I first moved to L.A., I used to do the same thing. I, I didn't hang out for the award ceremony stuff. But if somebody who I liked was getting a star on the Walk of Fame or yeah. getting their hand in footprints in cement, I would go down to that and I'd stand in line and I'd Me hang too. out in the crowd and all that sort of stuff. And it just as a for instance, today, when we're recording this, Billy Idol just got his star on the Walk of Fame. I love Billy Idol. I, Billy Idol is awesome. You know, he's had an amazing career. Yeah. I didn't get off my fucking couch to go see him. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You know? I think that's just us getting older. I that think that's what be, that yeah. is. Because the 22-year-old version of me would have been there with you, oh, yeah. beers in right. hand, yeah, let's yeah. go, Billy yeah. Idol. That, yeah, we'd be shooting a show there. Totally. <laughs> and today's the crowd behind us, Billy Idol's in that crowd. <laughs> yeah. You're watching yeah, sound. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we would be doing that. God damn it. Oh, I miss I do miss yeah. the old days. Maybe we should do know, some of that the 40th do. anniversary. You know, we should we should, should, we should do we like should. a victory lap and try and get back to, you know, of course, we run the me in particular runs the uh, runs the risk of, of being that dude who's trying to, you know, be like the young kids out there. Oh, you know? dude. No, I'm just sitting here thinking, what are we going to do this year? Start doing cocaine? I don't know. How we're you know, you know what's that. funny is we were talking about the 40th anniversary <laughs> thing. And my my kid comes up to me, my teenager, and says, uh, I have an idea. You guys used to go to Great America and run around again on rides and do all that stuff. You've done some episodes like that, right? And I said, yeah, back in the 80s and early 90s. And and they're like, you should do it again. And I was like, it's great. So you're going to get a bunch of 50 and 60 year olds running between rides at Great hey, America. Speak for yourself. And you I know? am totally down to get on a roller coaster with a microphone. Let's go. All right. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I will do that. Great America. In a are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is we actually um, we, we shot an episode of Great America in 1996 or seven. Never finished it. And I just found all the raw footage because I was looking at the movie stuff. <gasps> and it's. It would have been a great episode, too. It was me and McCaffrey running around. <laughs> no, right? no, no, no. Here's the idea. It's your 40th anniversary throwback. It's half done in the 90s, and we finished the rest in 2023. Oh, wow. Mm. Boy, that's, that's brilliant. Uh, Joe will still look exactly the same. I, <laughs> he will. <laughs> I'm earning my producer stripes as yep. we speak. I may have to uh, find <laughs> a really bad wig to wear, but I could, I could pull this off. <laughs> Yeah, I, I got a little brown that. shoe polish for mine, and you know, <laughs> nice. Brown shoe. I love this idea. I think. I mean, so great. like, we'll do the show, and then right in the middle, to go, you know, like the Batman kind of. No, 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 no. Twenty-five years later. Yes. Right? See, that's neat. That's neat. How many shows could do something like that? How that's many true. shows she have been have around that long where mm -hmm. they could take an idea they had in the '90s and finish it that long later? That's wow. cool. All right. All right. Let's do that. So right. coming up sometime this year, we're going to finish that Great America show. Awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> right. I think this is great. Will they let equip Great America question for you? Will you let equipment on roller coasters? Like, can I actually be on a roller coaster with headphones? And well, everybody's got cell phones now. We can shoot the whole damn thing on these. Yeah, but we have to right. strap it to our bodies. What if we like drop it? Well, there is. That. I will. You I know will duct tape that shit to my head you know what yeah exactly we we actually had a one of those massive 90s you know uh uh camcorders it wasn't an ikigami but it was this, this massive fucking thing that was like 40 pounds and we took that on a and you know sean remember sean parquet so he we went on this this roller coaster and it was one of those i don't remember which one it was but i was like dude and he's like no no i got this and so he's he's holding this you know thing that's as heavy as a car battery or more. And, he, and, and, and I'm like, I, I didn't even look ahead at the ride. I'm looking at the camera, the whole, because I just, I just imagined it going pew, yeah. and killing somebody, you know? <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> 
I feel like that story ends very bad in the news. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, right? the camera survived. Nobody died. It was it worked out OK, but OK, good. There well, was no the duct story's tape not over with. But we'll go we Great America. I like this plan. All right. So mm -hmm. here's my problem with award season. I get it. It's cool. I, I'm like you guys. I grew up loving it. I used to um, I used to predict who the nominees were going to be the night before I'd put out a column. And then, you know, it was online and all that stuff. And I was staggeringly accurate. OK, I was very good at this game. I love it. And then all the websites start popping up that did that. And then everybody, all the experts start jumping in. And and now it's like everybody does it. Everybody picks. And 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 the problem is that there's been such a proliferation. Oh, I said that word the right time the first wow. way. I'm I know. impressed. It's coffee. Um, <laughs> now there's so many shows that like SAG Awards is broadcast, Golden Globes. And you get to see all these precursor award shows that are like, broadcast now and what happens what started to happen i have two complaints with award season complaint number one is that there's no excitement anymore in that whoever's going to win early is going to keep winning yeah by the time know, you get to the oscars you know you guys as voters maybe you can weigh in on this because like if let's say person x is winning all the freaking awards and it's your time to vote do you a lodge a protest uh vote for somebody else <laughs> or do you just go with it and rubber stamp it what do you guys do Oh, I will lodge a protest if I don't like the person or if I really didn't like that performance. Um, I, I have no problem. I don't jump on. I'm not a bandwagoner at all. Mm -hmm. No, and I, I, I'm i true to myself when it comes to, to voting for stuff. Although if there is somebody that that I really like and sometimes I, I, I have been known to be guilty to do the 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 career uh, award kind of right. thing. Sure. If there's somebody that I really like, like, you know, Sylvester Stallone, you know, it's right. time for him yeah. to get, you know, um, where it might not have been world's best performance that year, whatever, you know, and even mm -hmm. if, you know, even if that person doesn't win, I still, you know, I still stood up. I feel like you're in that way. You're honoring their entire legacy of work. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I like sure. that point. And I, you know, and there's an argument for that, but I hate when like, like, like just look at the golden globes. Take a look at who wins that and now watch who wins everything. And you'll note that it's like 95% accurate. Yep. And so by the time you get to the Oscars, which is the big kahuna, it's like, you already yep, know. We've been there, win. done that. Yeah. Unless somebody gets slapped, you know exactly how the show's going to go. <laughs> right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's my one complaint. Uh, that's the apathy of the voter, I think. My other complaint is that since peak TV became a thing, now all these goddamn award shows want to honor TV shows, too. It's like, well, we used to have the Oscars and the Emmys, but now we get the Golden Globes. It's shoves everything into one and i'm a member of the critics choice awards which means i get to bring a date steve's been my date many many times and so um you know the way it goes when they were just honoring films is sometimes you sit at the back table sometimes leonardo dicaprio doesn't show up and you end up right up front and that's cool that was cool. That was awesome. <laughs> that was cool. I was like, what table are we at? It was the year the Revenant one. And he, he him and somebody else, the director, actually, uh, Inuritu, neither, neither one showed up. They were at another award show, I think maybe BAFTA. And so Steve and I end up at that table right in front of the stage with all the cameras pointing at us. And people are sitting there at the table like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> you know? well, by the end of the night, we're drinking with them and hanging yeah, out and being exactly. buddies and stuff. And I we're sitting next to, you know, like Meryl Streep's over there and Melissa McCarthy's over there. And you, uh, you got a picture of Jason Statham was right near you. Wow. Uh, and uh, that, oh, that's I, a good story. I, I cringe every time I have to tell this story because we're, we're <laughs> literally this story. We're, we're sitting next to you. Know, here's, you know, Jason Statham right there. And I, I dig his work and everything. So I go over 
to to you know and i had a little champagne you know because you're at an award show so that's what Went you do a lot of champagne. and so so he's sitting down and i go up and i say hey, hey brother can i uh, can i get a picture with you and he goes uh you know i, I you know i uh, i got a cold right now so I'm, I'm really not into it i said well i'm not gonna kiss you i just wanted to get a picture <laughs> <laughs> and and it was one of those things where he just kind of like yeah okay i get you on know, he had to have laughed please tell me he laughed at that well i mean you can't really tell with him you know, he right, been, that's you know true. He, he's very stoic. Yeah, he is <laughs> you know? very stoic. But, but, he, he, but he didn't hit me. That's good. So, that was so that. that's good. I yeah. wasn't that. escorted out by security. Right. So that was good. Yeah. But oof, cringe. That may be, are you kidding? That may be the best Hollywood celebrity meeting story I've ever heard. Oh, there's, so we had all right. kinds of crazy things happen. But that's kind of my point is that like when you watch those shows and it's film only, um, I can only speak for the critics choice because I, I haven't gone to any others. But like what happens is they go, OK, commercial break. You got six minutes. Everybody stands up and then runs around and gets their selfies, you yeah. know, yeah. or they talk to each other. Or they, you know, it's that's why when you cut back from a commercial, everybody's still standing and running around because they got right. to hurry and get back to their seat. And that's when we did all of our, you know, conquering, like run up to somebody, go, hey, can we get a yeah, cool, you know, and you get your picture with them or something now because there's TV included. There's more awards. It's a packed show and we don't get like the Critics Choice Awards. They're like. This is great. You can come and all. But, um, you know, if you want to be in the big room, you can't bring a date. And if you and there's no fun in that. And yeah. and they're like, you know, and, or we can sit you in the adjacent room with the big monitors. And I'm like, I can stay at home and watch it on TV. Yeah. You no, know, why would funny. I? OK, free booze. Like I, but I'm not going to go to L.A. to drink free booze unless I'm going to hang out in his office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that's my complaint is that I get it. TV is a big thing. But but by shoehorning TV and movies into the same award show, it's like it, it's it it amplifies the thing. I, I my other complaint, which is that there's too damn many award shows. Right. So if you got too many award shows and then you got too many things shoved into the award shows, people who are casual viewers are just like, I'm out. You know, like, what am I? This is too much. I think if you're a, my thought on that is always been if you're awarding everything, you're awarding nothing because then it's not special anymore. Yeah, right. Sure. I mean, that's why when I was young, the Oscars just felt so massive to me right. because it really was the end all be all. You didn't have all these million different kinds of awards and everything going on all at once. It was like you made it to the Oscars like that was, you know, bucket list life moment. But I'm with you now. It just feels like you get an award and you get an award and it's just <laughs> everywhere. It's exhausting. Right. Right. You know, it's, one, that, it's one of the reasons that the the, uh, the critic shows all went away, like the Siskel and Ebert and, you know, all the, mm -hmm. all the stuff that uh, that you did is because now everybody's a critic. You know, there yeah. isn't there isn't a voice or just a couple of voices where you go. Yeah, I like I like the way those guys think. I'm going to listen to what they've got to say, right? because everybody's got an opinion, you know, and everyone has a platform to express that opinion. Mm -hmm. Twitter. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And everything else. Yep. I, you know, usually on critics things, I, I find that I almost never agree with critics. No offense, Dennis. Um, but I, <laughs> I, I don't agree with critics. <laughs> I know that's true, actually. From private conversations, I know that's true. But it seems I never really look. I, I Either something looks really interesting me, to me from a trailer or it doesn't. I don't go on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't go and see what critics have to say because I don't want to be, I don't want my opinion either to be tainted going in. Now, after, if I have a real strong opinion, like, for instance, the latest Top Gun movie, I was not a fan of personally. Everyone calm down. Take a breath. It was because <laughs> I felt like they made the same movie all over again, scene by scene, right. angle by angle. I just thought they would do something a little bit different. Um, but so if, if something like that happens where I watch a film or a show and I have it seems a different take. 
then I'll go and see what everyone else is saying and see if I can find another me. Like, where's my tribe? Where are you? All these people, you know, so I will do that. But I usually don't do it before. Yeah, I don't either. I um, I try not to. And even trailers reveal too much. Uh, we just watched the menu last night, which was phenomenal. Mm. And I'm so glad I knew nothing about it. I knew nothing about it. I knew that the setup was similar to Glass Onion, where these people go here and it's an isolated thing and stuff happens. That's all I knew. That's all I had. And I knew it was a social satire. Great. Let's do it. And yes, everything I just said is true. And then at some point it goes and it becomes horrifying. And I so loved that I didn't see it coming and I didn't know how it was going to be. And I even when I when I poured my last glass of wine, I when the movie was paused, I said, I have no idea how this thing is going to end. And I am on the ride, you know? Wow. And as soon as I got done, I called up reviews and it was all right there. Here's what this meant. Blah, 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 blah. And it just ruined it. See? Yes, that's yeah, exactly no. it. So mm-hmm. I'm the same. I won't read any. If I'm interested in it, I'm not going to read a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, frequently, well, Dennis and I have the conversation that we'll we'll start with. Do you care about X? You know, because because I want to tell you what happened in the thing, you know, right. And it's like, no, I'm not going to watch it. Oh, well, you know, and then he goes off on a on a rant, you know. <laughs> yeah, I really base my watching on how much time I have. Yeah, to- totally. Mm-hmm. I hate, I hate yeah. to be that like that. That's so bland. That's so basic bitch of me. But I'm like, if I get no. half an hour at night, I have half an hour to sit and still by myself or with Jay and watch mm-hmm. TV. Then what can I accomplish in half an hour? That really is. No, totally. I, we'll pick shows based on, well, they're hour long episodes, you know, yeah. like, like, do we we're going to have like, you know, an hour every night or two hours yeah. tonight? Yeah, it's next to impossible to. It's great that uh, SAG, as a for instance, sends out 100 screeners. There's absolutely no way in hell that I'm going to get through a tenth of those. No way. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So so even at that, I mean, you do have to to pick and choose. You know, you got to pick your battles kind of thing. What kind of swag do you guys get? I don't get anything. You don't get any? Really? No. The movies? Oh, man. I get I've got. Oh, I'm about to get annoyed. What do you get? I get everything and because and they want your vote. Right. So right. like they don't um, care about our votes, apparently. Steve. No, no. <laughs> I, I get alcohol. OK. What? Yes. So like this bodies, bodies, bodies movie. I got this thing that was this rum and this hurricane mix concoction. Um, they've sent wine before. It depends on what they want, what the movie wants. If there's some angle in the movie and they can send that version of something to you um, for the movie, The Whale, I got a copy of uh, Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. Yeah. Oh, oh I, and I, see, I was making a joke. And he's no, nope, <laughs> no. Nope. Sometimes it's real super obvious. And sometimes you're like, oh, hey, booze just showed up. This is great. What movie is this for? Maybe I'll watch anything it. involving rock. Like if there's a biopic or if there is a Broadway show that is from an artist or whatever, I will get that to the radio station. Oh, okay. uh, like I got a whole when they did the meatloaf Broadway musical thing. I got a whole big exploding package. Hello. That's what she said. Whenever I open it. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I opened it, it exploded and it was all like meatloaf stuff. It wasn't actually meatloaf. That would have been disgusting. See, they w- if they had sent you meatloaf, I would have been pissed. That would have right. been gross <laughs> yes. to me personally. But sometimes I will get that cool stuff to the radio station, but not not just Chasta. No one cares about just me. No. <laughs> you know what's weird? I get a lot of coffee table books. Oh, I love coffee table books. That's one of my favorite. You things. don't love coffee table books when there's 40 of them that show yeah, and up they weigh the like course. 10 pounds a piece. Right. You yeah. know, and I'm like, this is awesome. This is I went on Amazon. This is worth $50. This is amazing. What am I ever going to do with it? You know, <laughs> yeah, you your crack coffee it table gets filled pretty quickly. Right. And I'm like, this is great. I flip through it, flip through it. I set it down and I never pick it up again. 
And so while I applaud their efforts of sending bound to screenplays, I'm a screenwriter. I love screenplays. I do not need to like build a, a furniture structure with all the screenplays that I get. You that know? is exactly why I'm not allowed to go to Barnes and Noble anymore. Because I will go in and go straight to the coffee table book section and I'll be like, look at all this photography. By the way, I'll tell you what, before I give them away, you can look through my coffee table books. I don't need them. Where am I going to put them? My coffee table is full. It's got all kinds of books like this on it. One of my goals in life is to make my own coffee table book of graveyards that I have traveled to all over the world. One day I will do that. That is that is a bucket list item of mine. Yeah. Yes, um, but yeah, I don't need any more. But thank you for thinking of me. No problem. No problem. <laughs> so, you know, you know how I solve that problem is I just don't have a coffee table. <laughs> you just True. build your furniture. Yeah, but you out get, of the you books could build you a coffee table out of the coffee table books. <laughs> I can. That's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Why did anybody think of that? that you on know? Etsy. Like, I could, like, like, you know, like make a little, you know, side money, a little side hustle. Like it's a coffee table made of coffee table books. <laughs> oh, my God. You need to patent that. Like it's oh, somebody here hearing this is going to do that. You need to do that. I, right that's now. true. That's somebody true. in Ashburn is going to have these things at the stores <laughs> next week. You know that, right? We've come full circle. <laughs> Let's put a Soundwaves logo on it. I'll be happy. <laughs> What's up, Ashburn? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I think we made a few enemies there. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah, We're all going to get kicked off every list. We're never getting a screener or swag again. For the you know, As long as you keep paying your dues, you're going to get your screeners. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's exactly. True. And I, I like some of the swag. I like when the booze shows up, you know, oh, hell yeah. You know what? It's just the game they play. It's a game we play and it's all a, um, a, a symbiotic relationship. It really is. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> so we just got to remember how to play the game when our movie comes out. So what are we going to, what are we going to send them? We're going to send them booze. Clearly. Uh, what kind of budget do we have here? I, you know, we'll find a budget. Well, we'll send them our beer. We'll send, send them, them into the groove beer. Branded beer. Of course. Yes. There you go. There yeah. you go. I like it. So the marketing campaign has already started. We haven't even finished the movie yet, but that's this is good. This is good. You got you to gotta, you gotta work these things on multiple levels, you know? The, it was, uh, figuring out the booze part of the story is very on brand for us. We've got that down first. <laughs> exactly. The rest, will, the movie will get made. The, the book rest will, will be come. written. Nice, nice. But if, the beer plan, we're solid. If you drink it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, thank you very much for uh, spending your time with us. If you're in the Bay Area, join us. We're all going to be at Bottom of the Hill Friday night, January 27th. Devil in California is playing with Corvus Lore and the Watchers. And uh, that's the first year anniversary show for Valley of Fire Records. Yes, Valley of Fire Records. Um, And so they're a year old. Devil in California is 10 years old. So uh, Soundwaves is co-presenting that. So come on out. You can hear Chasta every single day on 1077 The Bone. Mm -hmm. And you can hear me once a week on 1077 The Bone with Soundwaves FM. And you can hear Steven as a character on the Lamont Tinelli show. Try to pick out which ones he is. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to turn that into a drinking game? Oh, that's fun. It all comes Never back mind. To- it happens in the early wee hours of the morning. Whatever. It's okay with me. <laughs> yeah, we love you guys for being here. And what's up, Ashburn? Woo-hoo! Ashburn! <laughs> <laughs> Soundwaves TMI, featuring Chasta, Dennis Willis, and uh, yours truly, Stephen Kirk. The part of the announcer was played by Kelly Ogden. Soundwaves TMI is presented in part by the Longboard Bar in Pacifica, California, a world-class music venue and neighborhood bar, all under one roof. So please like and subscribe to Soundwaves TMI wherever you are listening from. 
And please consider helping us continue our mission of lifting and supporting independent music and the Bay Area music scene by becoming a Soundwaves patron. In exchange, you'll be the first to see and hear weekly shows such as Soundwaves TV, Soundwaves FM, and the Soundwaves TMI podcast, as well as exclusive content. Just go to patreon.com slash Soundwaves TV. And for all things Soundwaves, follow us on all the social medias at Soundwaves TV or go to soundwavestv.com.